and welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. Hi, my name is Daniel Carroll, and this is episode 59, and we're talking Ergays, God bless the ring for their PlayStation 1. <sighs> this was an interesting one. When you got your love for Final Fantasy VII put into a fighting game, which is a fighting game, but also has a dungeon crawler inside of it, and you had no idea until you later played the game. This is... yeah. Did I spend more time on the dungeon crawler? Yes. Did I finish the dungeon crawler? Yes. Did I enjoy said dungeon crawler? Hmm. Hmm. That's an interesting one. I'm in that sort of mood at the moment. Things have been going to pot over here. Like, it's been over silly degrees and everyone's melting. And I'm currently recording this at 5 to 6 in the morning. And my body is starting to melt already due to the heat. So this isn't going to be fun. And I can't... Patreon's a mess at the moment. For some reason, every time someone can tell me this, I hover over somebody's name. It goes, boop, 500. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. So trying to get this edited is going to be an absolute dick. I don't know how I'm going to do it. But I will do my best. But I am joined by another dick. Uh, Keith from the Main Quest podcast. Now you may think, why are you insulting your guests straight away? Keith knows the answer to this. He very much knows the answer to this. And you will find out when you listen to this episode. Oh dear, he's in for a mouthful. Because he first started, he made me play this game. Because I was like, oh god, no. The moment he said, oh, let's play, let's make you struggle and play this. I was like, you're a twat. I don't like you. But I did it. I, I played this when I was back home in the UK. So it was quite a while ago. Um, but I did play it. I um, it, it somehow appeared on the Vita. I don't know how it appeared, but <clears throat> got sick. And I did. I played it. I completed it. I gave it a really good go. So I, I try to be fair. I always do in these things. But if you are just here for Ergays, just go maybe a half an hour. Skip half an hour and you'll be able to get to that. Before we go, we've just got to do the plugs. We've got to go into our games and we'll go forward. So let's get the plugs out of the way. So wherever you listen to this, please leave a five-star review. It really helps. I say whether you think I'm good, say whether you think I'm bad. I really like it and it's nice to hear. And also wherever you get your socials, please make sure you um, forward them for when I put the notification up. It just really helps me get up on algorithms so people can see it and more people can get involved. I'm also on YouTube. I am back on YouTube. My name is Kagsy, C-A-G-S-Y. The link is in the description below where I do Pokemon challenge videos every two weeks. So a new one should be coming out on Friday. If you are listening to this, I really um, help if you just subscribe to the video. It's free. It takes five seconds. Just click the subscription video and that would really help. Finally, if you want to support me financially, you can do over so at patreon.com forward slash RetroWars where for $1 each month you get access to your own show called DLC. Now, this could be top 10s, modern day game reviews or gaming events. And as a bit of a sneak peek into what we did last week, which came out earlier today, is episode 32, which is my adventures with the Sega Mega Drive. It was when the moment I played Sonic, it was like, holy crap, my mind blew up. Like, don't get me wrong, Super Mario World, one of the best games ever made. Very solid platformer. But I think it was the speed of Sonic and going in the turnpipes. I was like, holy shit, what is going on? And then, yes, as I said, having Super Sonic was absolutely incredible. (laughs) 
And that was episode 32 of my adventure to Sega Mega Drive. At the current moment, I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing, but hopefully by the time I reach the office, I will have actually thought of something in my head. So just wait and see. Um, and I just want to let you know that 5% of all the Patreon we raise each month is going to go to a UK charity called Get Well Gamers, which helps provide games and consoles to 150 children's ward across the UK. Now, so far, we've only raised $1.20, which is tiny, I know, but hopefully one day we can make this grow over time. And I'd love to donate games and consoles one day. That's the dream, okay? Additionally, if I do get back to 1,000 subs on YouTube, I will start donating 5% of any income I make from that platform too. If you want to donate games directly to the charity, the link is in the description below and any help would be greatly appreciated. Now, what else do you get for your money? Well, you get access to our own little Discord, you get the chance to message me one-on-one, -on -one, and you can take part in all our shows of 16 Bits of Nonsense, Survive or Die, DLC, or comment on our Game of the Week, and you get a chance for me to butcher your names like I'm going to do to our newest Patreon, Pajama. So you got that right. I think if I got Pajama wrong... There's going to be something going on in my head. But I read that right. Welcome, Pajana, to the shit show. I hope you really enjoy your time here. And to everyone else, there are 32 episodes waiting for you, extra free, all there. Which means we are getting close to the stage where I've nearly recorded 100 episodes of some sort of podcast. Which is quite baffling, really, that I've been able to do that. That is just scary, really. I think maybe like four or five episodes that'll happen. I, need to do. I can't do maths at the moment, but I will do. I will do some maths. But that's enough of the plug. We've all gone rambled on long enough. Let's get into our first section, which is our letter section, which we call 16 Bits of Nonsense. So 16 Bits of Nonsense is our letter section where you guys can write in and ask about anything. It could be gaming related, comic related, movie related, and I'll do my best to answer. So the first question comes from Captain N. He says, Dear Dud, welcome back from your probably undeserved vacation which left us hanging for a week while we have all these pent up questions. So if you don't know what he's on about, last week I was away on holiday, and so we had a shortened version of the show. So yeah, and it was freaking deserved, you bastard. But absolutely exhausted. I had five days myself and I'm getting slagged. Ah, oh, terrible. So I'm going to give you a two-partner, a two-parter, sorry, so you don't get rusty. Well, I'm currently rusty because I can't read bloody words. One, why did you leave us? Is it because you hate us? Two, why didn't you let Retro Hangover podcast legend, there's your plug, Chris Copleen, take on the task of filling in for you while you abandoned us so that we could hear all about the Saturn? Welcome back, Danny. I hope you're all refreshed and recharged. Okay, and I didn't leave you. I just did a shortened episode. I had a game. You had two crude dudes. You had your game. I don't hate you. I, I actually love you guys. I really do. Bastards. But I think when I go on holiday, I just have to do a shortened version of the show. I think when I was back in the UK, I think there was like four episodes where it was just literally, here's your game. Because I don't have the time and I don't take my microphone with me um, to do any extra work. And when I'm on holiday, I just kind of want to chill a little bit. Oh, to be fair, when I was back in the UK, it was just chaos. It was just left, right, center doing shit. But when I was up in I was up in Queensland, the Sunshine State, I had a great time, although there was no sunshine. Um, but I got to do loads of stuff with a little one. She had a great time. Went to SeaWorld, um, watched a turtle show. I was like, yeah, Ninja Turtles. And it was just nice to have a chill. Went to the lovely beach. Some sun would have been great, but it was still really hot. You were still sweating a lot. You still get the beers on immediately. We had a, oh, it's a great time. We will be doing that again sometime in the new, before the new year. So, yeah, you're going to get a shortened version sometime before the new year. Just because it was a nice nine-hour drive. Kept me busy. Free petrol. Living the dream. 
And second, yeah, okay, so why didn't I let Chris Copling take over? So that was basically, they said, oh, it's a shortened video. Danny's away. Let's let's have a satin episode. Get stuffed. I did have a moment of weakness, but it's not happening. No, I'm not letting you bastards take over any episodes on my show because you know what will happen straight away. You will have so many sat. You would have recorded about 10 episodes and put them all out. And basically, you're the new host, and it's going to be a satin fest. I couldn't think of anything worse. I'd rather jump off a cliff with a holding a big brick so I get to that 9.8 meter velocity faster than play the Sega Saturn. Terrible, terrible console. But thank you, Captain N, for you know worrying about my locations, and I'm sure Chris is going to be happy you plugged his podcast, bastards. Raging Demon says it's it's 32 bits of nonsense going to be cartridge or disc base. Captain N, let us know what your comments will be on the release at launch. Okay. Oh, and Dud, I hope you had a satisfactory holiday with minimal disruptions and tribulations. Yeah, it was a minimal, only one tantrum from the wife, one tantrum from the little one. Is 32 bits of nonsense going to be cartridge or disc-based? I'm going to say at the moment it's cartridge-based, but if we keep getting more questions and more people get on the Patreon, it's going to have to go to a disc just because there's more space. See? See what I did there? See what I did? Clever, aren't I? Uh, Captain O, he'll, he'll get us. I think Captain O will agree with the comments I've made there. I think that makes very good sense. Blaine the Hoagie Man says, Hello, it is I, the spirit of Captain Blaine the Hoagie Man. And I just wrote in to say, Hi. Well, hello, Blaine. I always like it, people saying hello. And it's very nice when I get little nice messages saying hello. So, hello. Hello, Blaine. I don't know how to go, hello, as if I was this little thing. Do you know what? I don't know what's just reminded me. It's a. I've kind of just gone off a tangent. I don't care. I watched a video the other day and it just made me so happy. And it was someone's done a mod. And watch it on YouTube. Someone's done a mod of Smash Brothers. But they put all the characters in as their actual height. So Kirby is like, you know, less than a foot. And some of the characters were so funny. Like Ridley is four meters tall when it stands up. And then you've got like um, Oliver from, from Pikmin. And you can barely see him. Oh, I was pissing myself laughing. I see Kirby, this god destroyer of worlds, less than a foot tall. And then you get King Dedede and you think he's going to be this big bad like he is on uh, Smash Brothers. But he's tiny. He's such a tiny little penguin. I was like, this is awesome. He's seeing his little tiny King Dedede go around. Like, this is so much fun. Like, I didn't watch all the characters, but it was oh, just have a watch of it. It is really, really good fun. Sorry, I know I've gone on a bit of a tangent there. And um, last question was from Chris Copleen. Chuck's Dud, since we're doing a British slang off, are we? I wanted to run some things by you and verify what they mean. So, by your reaction. So, oh, for f- I know, already know it's going to be bad, isn't it? So, what I've told, so what if I told you I pulled a growler in a growler while double fisting, while munching some baps and gagging on some clunge with John Thomas? See you next week with some doggy buggery. I am not going into any explanation of what those things mean. If you're British, you'll know. If you're American, well, you're stupid. Because you had to ask. I'm going to get some hate for that one. I am not going through that, you pain in the arse. And you only got away with that from using British slangs. There's no problem with a bit more British slang on this show. It's great. But you are such a pain in the arse, Chris, sending me stuff like that. Probably in Britain, I'll have like little kids going, Mommy, what's a growler? And all the men will be like, You want your, your mother? Your mother's a growler. Your mother's got a growler. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so immature. But thank you all for the letters. It really does make me laugh. Now, let's move into our new section, which we call Patch 59.0.
So the news, what's been going on? I've cherry picked some stuff that I've seen over the past few days and I'm going to give my little spleel on it. First up, the Super Mario movie. Now it's coming out soon, the final trailer has hit, it is looking absolutely incredible. The promotion stuff's all started now seeing Jack Black on the gang and Jack Black on his Bowser costume which showed off his bulge was hilarious. But according to Deadline, the animated film could pull in between 85 to $90 million from the U- in the US market alone in Easter weekend. And apparently that's on the conservative side, which is ridiculous. It's going to pull in massive numbers because everyone is going to want to take their kids. And everyone who hasn't got kids is going to go. And everyone who has got kids is going to go. Everyone's going to want to see this film. I want to see this film. I'm going to take hiccups to go see this film. She does know who Mario is. So we are going to go see this film. It's definitely happening. I'll try if I can get the wife there. That'd be amazing. But it's definitely happening. It is because the trailers just look so good. Everything they're doing about this film is fantastic. They, I keep saying, banging on. Use your source material. Use your source material well, and it, people will come. And they are. So I'm glad this film's going to do really well. Do I think that whole Ultimate Universe Smash thing's happening? No, no. Too many different studios for that to happen. I think it really is. Uh, talk about films and um, the long-awaited film of legend of the white dragon will finally hit theaters this fall now this could just be in america now the reason why i talk about this is because and um, the main character i think is um, well, i'm not sure if he is the main character but it's david jason frank now if you don't know who he is he was the green and white ranger the power rangers and he sadly passed away uh, he sadly um took his own life and i'm still devastating news earlier it was early last year it was earlier this year i think and uh, devastating that it happened so it was a kickstart campaign back in 2020 and it was meant to be just a little tv series but they managed to get it to a few a full feature film so i hope this does well in cinemas um i know dave is probably watching up it from out there but i really hope that everyone enjoys it and it really does well now things which are doing really well the nintendo switch online is getting better and better and better yes we've had the addition of the game boy game boy color and the game boy advance we've had five new games drop in the past few days varying consoles so we had kirby's dreamland 2 came out for the game boy you had burger time deluxe super nes so i don't know what the fuck that game is i have no idea side pocket for the nes which is a snooker game Xevious, which i've never played before which is like a rail shoot of some sort metroid fusion apparently is now dropped for the game boy advance and what was interesting so Game Boy Fusion, Metro Fusion is a very good game. I have notes for that. We will be covering that one day for the show. It just needs to be recorded. Apparently someone went deep diving into it and they found in a folder, um, in this folder, that it had functionality with Zero Mission. So I was like, everyone's like, ooh, well, if that's in there, are we getting Zero Mission? So if you don't know, Zero Mission is the remake of Generation, of Generation, of the first game. So I was debating, do I play Zero Mission or do I play Metroid 1? I think I'll wait, and I'll wait till the um, that game, the Zero Mission comes out, and then I will play it. That's what I'm going to do. But it looks fun. I, I think what I'm hoping for is that with the NES, they just keep adding more titles to it because we've had nothing from the NES and Super Nintendo for quite a while. So it would be nice to start getting some other games out there so we can all play. I understand we're not going to get like ones like uh, the original Turtles game because on the Cowabunga collection. But again, there's so many more titles that can come on. That would, you know, your Kid Chameleon, your Batmans, your real Ghostbusters, um, any other Mario games. There's so many, and I think we all just want to see it. And, the, you know, you talk about the Super Nintendo, how many games on there that could be coming out as well. So there's a lot of games which have not come out, but, you know, Nintendo does. They just drip, 
drip feed them to us. Hopefully we'll just come back for more. And we will because we're soft and we just love our gaming. Okay, so what's been going on in the Sony-Microsoft debacle? That battle is still going on as they're both now filing documents with UK's Competition and Markets Authority. And documents that's been seen, basically Sony have been honest and said that Microsoft Game Pass is far ahead to PlayStation Plus in terms of market share. And it's concerned that Microsoft may make Call of Duty exclusive to a subscription service. So in the statements, it says Sony believes that Microsoft would have an incentive to engage in four different strategies that would have a negative impact on its business. Those strategies include raising the price of Call of Duty on PlayStation, intentionally degrading the performance of the shooter series on the PlayStation systems, not prioritizing its multiplayer servers on PlayStation, and make it only available on Game Pass. Sony further states that Microsoft would not have to call have to make Call of Duty actually exclusive to Game Pass, as the company would instead raise the price of the game on PlayStation Plus to a commercially unviable level, making it a de facto exclusive. So I can understand their concerns there. Sony's just absolutely worried they're not going to get any of the G- of their um, Call of Duty pie. That they're going to absolutely lose it and they're not going to get any sense. Because Call of Duty is always the biggest seller. Every year it is always the biggest seller. I understand where their fear is. And what they're saying is that, well, Game Pass is better than us. And if you basically try and put the, this game on there, our prices for our online study study. Our our prices for online cloud service is going to go. And look, I'm kind of worried because the thing is, there's there's two things to this. One, that Microsoft would have every right to do that if they wanted because look at the amount of Sony exclusives they've got. They've got so many exclusives. It's stupid. But at the same time, Microsoft are offering you a deal here. They are saying, come to the table, we will offer you a deal. And if there's a deal in place, they've got to they've got to show it. So why not see what the deal is? See if it's mutually beneficial and actually go, yeah, you'll get paid, but also that yeah, the fans will get what they want. But it's money, isn't it, at the end of the day? Money, 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 money. Money makes the world go round. I get that sentiment. But Jesus Christ, there's a lot of people that are going to be pissed off when this result finally gets done. Uh, now, one thing that made me laugh, I thought it was quite funny, um, with The Last of Us, this is a TV show, people have been texting pictures of mushrooms and information about mushrooms to The Last of Us bosses, Neil Druckerman and Craig Mazin, for some time. Now, Mazin said, people are sending me pictures of mushrooms as they're walking. I'm like, I don't care. I just think that's funny. I just think that's a real homage to how much you're loved and, you know, an indicator if you're getting loads of people just sending you mushrooms, mushrooms, because the show is based on a fungal infection. I just think that's really funny. Imagine that your phone is just literally, oh, what are we having for dinner? Mushrooms, mushrooms, mushrooms. You get sick of them by the end of the day, wouldn't you? Oh, it's mushroom soup. Fuck off. Not interested. Stuffed mushrooms, not interested. Give me something a little bit more with sustenance. Stop sending me pictures. Send me pic- Send me nudes. No, don't send me nudes. But imagine you were probably thinking that. Oh, I think that's funny. So we also got some updates to Tekken, the Tekken 8. And we got a f- more updates of Jin, King, and Law. I- I've said I absolutely love the Tekken series. Can't wait for it to come out. I think it'll come out either the end of the year or beginning of next year. The characters are looking so realistic now. It's silly. We're getting to the stage where they just look like real people. King, not so much because he's wearing a Jaguar mask, so what can you do with that? But with characters like Jin and Lord, they are just looking so impressive. Like Jin is, again, as we've said in one of the trailers, he's incorporating the devil style into it, so he's trying to get away from the Mishima style. Whereas Lore is basically how much can we rip off Bruce Lee even more? 
I want to rip off Bruce Lee. Yeah, this will do it. This will absolutely do it. But again, he just looks so ridiculously ripped. I know I said with Zangief, it looked better that he had a bit of fat on him. But martial law is even more ripped than Zangief. It's ridiculous. I'm surprised if he didn't flex in front of law, a fight would broke off between the two. It would. It would happen. It's absolutely silly. Now, the I've got two more stories I want to talk about. Uh, Streets of Rage 4. Now, one day I will do as a modern... I'll do as a DLC for that, because I think Streets of Rage 4 is fantastic. The publisher, Demetsu, has announced they did a massive update for Streets of Rage 4. Uh, they've added 300, over 300 in-game improvements. So this can clear, like, balance changes, changes to stages. But the thing is, what makes it impressive? It's no major groundbreaking things. You're not getting new characters or anything like that. But it's the fact they're still keeping with Streets of Rage. Still looking at it. This haven't gone, right, we've done the DLC. Now we're not making any more money off it, so we're done. They're still trying to improve the game and get that balance. Streets of Rage 4 is an absolutely incredible title. Spoiler for the DLC. And we should all give it a go. And if the publisher are still working on it now, kind of makes you think, when are they going to do Street Fighter, uh, Streets of Rage 5? Not going to be out for a long while, I think. They want to basically let this thing keep running. Keep making changes. If balance changes need to happen. I think one of the big things they added was um, two-player combo moves, which are cool. And considering there's so many characters in there, there's going to be so many different forms of attack. That's only just good for the player. I'm all for that. And finally, one thing I'm not up for... Yeah, sadly, this came out, and uh, Resident Evil 4, that now game comes out next week, the new remake, uh, but apparently in GameStop, um, people who had gone and got the limited edition like, version from GameStop, now this is a $250 thing, by the way, and comes with a statue of Leon, It's apparently they've run into some difficulties at GameStop, and they've announced all the in-store pre-orders for the game. It's like, fuck, you'd be devoted. If you're one of those people, absolutely devastated. I don't know what's happened there. Like where they only got so many limited editions once that they can sell at one time and not have them on the shop floor. But, oh, that's devastating for those people. I I get it. I get it. You know, it must be hard. Because now they're going to be struggling. They won't be able to get it. And people like the special editions. Like, I'm not getting a special edition. I'm just getting the regular edition. I'm debating do I get it on... Um, download it or buy it mm, i'm probably gonna buy it just because i know i think with the ps5 the hard drive's still not big enough like whereas i can add in memory cards all day long from a switch i don't think the, the ps5 is big enough and these games are huge so i probably will buy the discs version and i'll probably get it on friday so i've literally got a friday i finished off shinobi we'll get into that later but i've got so long to play one more game to get it all done before i can get into resident evil 4 because i'm just gonna blitz it i cannot wait for that game and the reviews 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 which is only really good for this franchise so well done well done capcom well done now we're going to move on and that's everything in the news so let's move on into our free section which is available for everyone who doesn't have to be on patreon and it's called stick it up your jinjo
So, Stick It Up Your Jinju is our free section. As I said, you don't need to be on Patreon. And I put a message up every week on Twitter where you can basically tell me all about your gaming wins and your gaming frustrations. So, the first one that came up was from Ian Rally, who says, Frustration. When the new Sea of Thieves updates caused the whole 79GB game to re-download, which took four hours. So much for turning the console on an hour early, so I'd be ready for when my crew came online. Ouch. Ouchie. Oh, that's not nice. And that's the thing, isn't it, with, the, with, with getting these games now. It's like, again, like, you get, I'll be getting Resident Evil 4 update, and it's like, when you get the remake, and I'll put it in going, yay, let's just play the game. And it's like, 20 hours later, because it's got to do an update, or it's got to do patch notes, or it's got to install. But to re-download the whole game, oh, that's brutal. And 79 gig, that's that. Yeah, that's going to take a while, isn't it? I imagine if that was me, I'd be like, oh, I'm getting it done. But then the console goes to sleep mode. I'm like, oi, don't go to sleep. You're not downloading, you bastard. I need you active. I need you doing shit. Oh, I hope, is that the same with Xbox? If you just leave it for a while, we'll just go, nah, ah, fuck it. Can't be arsed downloading. Seems to happen with the PlayStation all the time. Bloody idiots. Oh, Ian, I do feel sorry for you. I really do. That's mean. And Dave McGee says, not sure if this counts, but yesterday the Destiny community lost one of its voice actors and leaders, R.I.P. Lance Reddick. Now, I did see this in the news, but I didn't realize he was with the Destiny. Um, he's a voice actor there. Um, I knew him from um, John Wick. He was the secretary at the concierge. I think I've got that. No, the Continental, sorry. He was like the, the, the hotel man. Well, not the hotel manager. He was the guy who met at the front desk. He looked after John Wick's dog. And, yeah, he only died at 60, so really sad. And, and Dave mentioned again, he said he was in a bunch of stuff, The Wire, which I saw Oz, and voice acted a bunch of characters as well. And apparently he was playing Destiny the night he passed. So, rest in peace, sir. You know, 60, far too young. Far too young to be passing away at that age. And I always think if I don't make it to 80s, I'd be like, fuck, I've been, I've been given a shit hand here. So that's always my thing. I've got to, got to get it to 80 or like, what a waste of time. But that is it for Sticking with Ginger. Thank you very much. It's a new tweet will be going out later in the week and you can let me know your gaming wins and frustration. All right, let's move into our Patreon exclusive show, which we call Survive or Die. Hey, listen. Now, Survive or Die is where we get Mr. Jeffrey Dean Morgan to have two characters, game franchises. It could be mechanics, it could be anything. And they're knelt between him, and one of them is going to be getting the shower Khan hammer. Yes, you've twisted my arm. He's going to be getting their head splattered in with a shower Khan hammer, and you guys get to have some insight about which one that is, whilst the other one gets to live. Now, seeing as we're talking about fighting games, I was trying to work out how I might do this. Now, Red 13 isn't in the game as such, there's like a character-esque sprite looks like him. But I decide, let's put two of the doggos together. So I put Red 13 for Final Fantasy VII and Kamari for Ronzo. Ronzo? Ronzo? I think Ronzo. I've said that too many times now from Final Fantasy X. And I asked the question, which one of them do you want to live? And which one of them do you want to die? So quite a few of you got in touch with this one, which is great. I always love when you hear these thoughts. So Captain N says, you're not killing my boy, Red 13. He's a good boy, a witty puppy whoopee. I, 
he actually then put you know because i don't read these i just read them off i i read them as they come and i just put in brackets after that puppy whoopee a witty puppy whoopee i can't wait to hear you say that you bastard uh, he's a witty buddy whoopee so kill kamari because he's so Again, in brackets, he said, really hold that uh, sound. And I read that mid-breath. So I could have gone longer. So I should should do that again. No, no, I'm not going to do it again. Uh, Red 13 is a stoic, badass dog who played vicious before joining a ragtag group of misfits who were just trying to save the planet. Yeah, I understand your point on that one. Uh, Red 13 was a stoic, badass dog who put on a show of trying to attack uh, Aerith, Ares, whatever you want to call her, uh, before he joined the group. Yeah, Kamari does suck, doesn't he? Um, yeah, Red. Everyone loves Red Thirteen. He is our good boy, our witty buddy Whoopi. He's amazing. And if you've not seen it, you should watch the um, the abridged series that Team Four Star did on this. And the way they portray Red Thirteen is absolutely hilarious. That the relationship between him and Barrett is so funny. Uh, it's like my best, my best dog friend, my talking dog friend. Oh, fuck, my voice is just gone today. But just watch it. It's really funny. And I can't help think of that when I now play. Anytime I play Final Fantasy XIII, I just have the voice from that game. I was that show. It's really good. Raging Demon says, Those are cats, Danny. They're similar to dogs in ways, but none that can count. Dogs are S-tier, cats are B-tier. What? Well, okay. Is Kamari a dog or is he a cat? All right, yeah, he look. He, he could be a dog. No, Red Thirteen's a dog. Red Thirteen is not. I know. I think they're both dogs. Surely. Surely. There's the argument. Red Thirteen is definitely a dog. Kamari. He could be lion-esque, maybe. Yeah, he, I can have that one. He looks more lion-esque, doesn't he? Yeah. But no, your dogs are ST, I agree with that. No, no, I'm going to go with, I might. you might have to change that. But Red 13, the fuck are you smoking? He's definitely a dog. Ridiculous. Blaine the Hoagie Man says, this one's easy. Red 13 survives because Kamari basically sucks, so yeah, kill him off. Look at that. No messing around. Yep, basically Kamari, kill him off. He's missing a horn, that butt cheek wanker. Get rid of him. Just And even Dave McGuinness just goes, Red lives, that's all. It's awesome. Awesome. Absolutely great. Absolutely fantastic. That's really good. And finally, Chris Copplade says, uh, this is tough. Red 13 is a character arc where he learns to accept himself, his family, and is an all-round good doggo. Kamari is worthless. Man, I have to think... I have to, man, I think I have to go with Red 13 surviving here. Yeah, so... Yeah, Red does have a good character arc because he basically has to learn about himself and how his family didn't, or his dad didn't abandon him because he always used to hate his dad. He slags him off, Seto, and he absolutely hates him. But then later on, as the story progresses, you find out actually, no, his his dad's protecting the tribe and is still alive. He's just been petrified, um, and basically he's like, oh yeah, I will become like my father. Uh, I wonder if they'll ever, if we'll ever see Seto again. I think we should in the remake. There's a big plot hole there, so I think that could happen. Um, so, yeah, I'm I, I'm going with all of you. Kamari does suck balls, doesn't he? 
everyone loves Red 13. I knew when I did this one, this was going to be an easy one. Maybe I was hoping that somebody would come and come to bat for 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 that lion dog thing, but no one did. I hated him then. I hate him now. So, Kamari, you're getting your brain absolutely smashed in, mate. And I have no sympathy for you whatsoever. Red 13 lives. All hail Red 13. So, yeah, that was all right one, wasn't it? Okay, it was all right in the sense that we got our comments, but... I think I'll have to try and do a little bit better to be a bit more divisive next week. So let's get into it. I want to just show you what I've been up to. Well, I said I'm just, all I've been doing is doing washing, just recovering from my holiday. Um, it's been stinking hot here in the Sydney region. And I played footy on Saturday and it was ming. And playing, running around in 30 degree heat was absolutely disgraceful. I know I'm a bit unfit, but I shouldn't have been that unfit. It was just so bad. I was sweating so much. Although my calves are struggling at the bit at the moment, it's going to give me that fitness again when I go back. So yeah, ugh, just disgusting. Like run for the run for the hills, run for the aircon. Uh, what have I been playing? Well, quite a bit actually. I have been playing quite a bit. I've done a little bit of Metroid Prime, but I'm going to have to fly through that. I've got literally the rest of this week to do it, and that's it. Uh, I finished Dragon Quest Two. Or Dragon Warrior 2. I just literally went and bought it. I thought, fuck it. I've done the first one. I'm going to do the second one. I did that. Uh, it has some problems. It has some good things. It definitely has some problems. Uh, but managed to get that finished while sitting on the toilet. And I also finished Shinobi 3 for the Mega Drive. I got asked to finish it. So I did that in a day. Really enjoyed that one. That was good fun. Uh, but I've literally downloaded a bunch of DS games. So hopefully DS games are going to be on the rise soon this channel. And if you've always got DS games you want to play want to play again and you want to talk about them, you know if you're on Patreon, you can come talk to me and we can get you on and organized. All right, before we go into my thoughts on Ergaze, I wanted to give you guys a chance to sound off. Uh, so Captain N says, I remember this game when I was young. I saw it in a PlayStation magazine and they described it as a game involving fighting mechanics. I couldn't agree more. Y you bastard. You bastard, Captain N. I got all excited. He's writing the normal comments in here. And then he just comes in with these smoke and mirrors bollocks again. You dick. <laughs> you numpty penis and chris copling says i was so excited to get this game i remember popping it in and seeing the great graphics romping around with cloud beating the game feeling a massive sense of shame because i realized i spent 40 dollars towards a below average game i hope you had a better time than i did hmm that's debatable chris that's very 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 debatable let's put it like that yep very debatable all right, all right, we've been going on long enough. Let's get into this. Uh, me and Keith have had a good chat about this. Um, as I said, he's in for it. He's a dick. Um, his link to the main quest podcast is in the description below, so please go have a check it out. It's a great show, and make sure you support those people who support this show. So I've done enough talking for now. My throat is absolutely killing me because I've just done two shows in one go. So I'm just going to play some music. And when I come back, me and Keith from the Main Quest podcast are going to be talking about Ergay's God Bless the Ring, which came out for the PlayStation 1 in Europe on February the 8th, 2000. Fuck me, I'm so old. Returning once more to the show is my friend Keith from the Main Quest podcast. How are you, sir? I'm doing really good, Danny. Thanks for having me back, dude. Well, look, 
let's, let's get this out the way. You messaged me and then just went, oh, well, because Chris did the bouncer and put you through pain, I'm going to put you through pain and do a gaze. And as soon as you said that, I went, oh, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because I remember the first time I came on and we were talking about games, I just randomly threw Ape Escape out there because I never played it. And I was like, you know what? Let's talk about a game that I will eventually cover on my podcast, but not for like years from now. I'm like, what about? So you pronounce it Ergaze? Ergaze. I've always said Ergaze. I didn't even I know how it's pronounced. It's German from what I understand, and I, I think it means ambition, which, you know, I, I guess you could call this game ambitious. Oh, freaking hell, it's ambitious. To some extent. <laughs> it's it is ambitious. It, it's a, I did play this years ago, but mm. I only played the fighting game side of it because it's obvious why you know most people might have picked it up because it's basically just like a fighting game with Final Fantasy VII characters in. That's exactly th- that's why I played it. Um, but as I get older and you learn a little bit more, you have to do other side shit, and I did do other side shit. And that's the main ranting thing about this, because essentially there's not one game, there's two games here, which is just bonkers that there's two games in here. Um, But I did them both. For you, I did them both. I'm so proud of you. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, I I, a little brief history with me in this game. I did grow up playing this, so at least I picked a game that I kind of grew up with you had childhood memories right and it's because of those final fantasy 7 characters i mean they were you know plastered all over the box oh god yeah what there's like seven characters six or seven so there's cloud tifa sephiroth um zach vincent yuffie and essentially and technically, technically royalty-free red. red, yeah. <laughs> yeah, royalty-free red 13. Because uh, one of the one of the characters is like a saber-tooth, but then you can get him as a red skin. I was like, oh, that's that's a cop-out. Oh, yeah, right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Zack is just cloud-reskinned. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh. But, like, literally... It, thing is, though, I will say, it's based on, like, the Tobal franchise. So it's like a 3D fighter, arena fighter... And I'm not going to say that the fighting actually is that bad. It's not. The, the The main game isn't isn't a bad game. It's not a bad fighter. It's just something different. And I've always said when I've done fighting games with Rage and Demon, I appreciate when fighting games try something different. And it, it does try and do something different. Like, it's not a Tekken. It's not a Soul Calibur. It knows what it is. It just does something a little bit different. It's, I, like, so it's like Tekken mixed with Power Stone. Yes, yes. It it doesn't commit to either one of those ideas fully. Yeah. So it's like not as good as Tekken, but it's not as good as Power Stone either. There's just not, it's just a very bare bones fighting game. And so with that, like, yeah, I guess it's fine, but there's nothing really that stands out, which is why I think they 
put these Final Fantasy VII characters in. Oh, uh, oh, one hundred percent. They they probably got these characters who look absolutely shite, like just unmemorable characters. There's that the guy with the arm. And this is there's a character with a gun for an arm. I was like, hmm. Oh yeah, royalty free Barrett. Royalty free <laughs> White Barrett. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, and then they decided, oh, the, all these, there's a girl with a yo-yo. Apparently yo-yos are really good to have in a fight compared to a gun. And they just think, oh, fuck it. Just put the Final Fantasy VII characters in. And that's all you needed. That was an instant win. Well, all these characters were designed by Tetsuo Nomura also. So yeah, yeah. So what's he d- done? I should have just made it strictly a, fi- a Final Fantasy fighter. You know, they I would have taken that. Like, put... You know, some of the characters, because I think he was the character. No, I think he only designed a few of the characters from Final Fantasy VI. As I say, do like a mashup of Final Fantasy VI and Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, and everyone would have loved it because you would have been blinded by nostalgia. You would have said, oh, this game could be utter shite, but it's got Final Fantasy VII and VI characters in, so it's a win. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I would have loved to see when they got in production and they go, oh, well, this game looks absolutely dog shit. Just, just, just add the Final <laughs> Fantasy VII characters in. Just put them in. And, you know, slap them all over the box, make them the big thing, and you're done. I was like, that essentially just kind of feels what it is. And I'd rather play this than, like, the current Dissidia games much more. Because <laughs> they're shit. It's, it's just very... Uh, yeah, it's just very bland. And, like, had it been just Final Fantasy characters, it's not like it would have, like, tanked any franchise or anything like that. Like, no, no, who remembers this game, honestly? Well, I think a lot of people will be going, what, there was a Final Fantasy VII fighting game? And that's that's probably going to be... That's that's way, what you may as well call it. A lot of people won't know what it is. I only found this game originally because it was just happened to be on the rental. Uh, or was it going past the rental shop? and Not going past the rental. I was going, what game can I rent this week? And I saw Cloud. I was like, holy shit, this is a game with Cloud in? And that, that won it for me. That was it. My little brain yes. couldn't take it. Same. Like, that's exactly what I was just like. Is that Cloud on the box? Well, exactly. I have to check this out. Exactly. And, um, this is like one of those games where, like, when I played it, I'm like, I don't think this is a very good game when I was a kid. And then, like, I don't know, coming back to it now, it's like, it's not terrible. Now, so the thing here that's going to really piss you off. Go on. Is that when I was a kid... I had no idea there was like a story mode, no idea that they had that in there. So when I booted it up to play it for the show, I'm like, what is this other mode here? And it was like this whole story mode thing where you're like this guy and you go, it's, it's basically like a dungeon crawler. Brand you just new go quest. Into like these, yeah. I played it's it for about brand new quest. Say that again, sorry. It's actually called Brand New Quest. I was like, why are you calling it Brand New Quest? That's the shittest name ever for a game mode, ever. Just as generic as the rest of the game is. Well, true. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I played it for about 10 minutes. I'm like, wow, this fucking sucks. And just never <laughs> played it again. So I was like, man, I sure hope Danny's playing it for the show. And then I think you put something on Twitter and you're like, I absolutely cannot stand this fuck you keith <laughs> yeah, yeah it is. Like... i did because it's it 
and I was because I I didn't know this was here originally when I played it as a kid. But then I was like, "Ooh, what's this? Oh fuck!" I mean, and I say, so, "Like this is what he's on about. This is the mode I've got to try and cover." And I finished it. I finished it. I completed it. You um, finished it? I finished oh it. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, I finished it. Um, I was very proud of myself. Um, so yeah, it's a dungeon crawler. And it's basically two of the characters go on a quest for the quest. Go on an adventure for the quest for eternal life. That's all you get, basically. That there's your little thing, and you have like a little town. That's your safe haven, and basically you have your little safe haven. And there's a shop. There's a wine place. Um, there, no, there's multiple shops. There's a place where you can buy weapons. There's a place where you can buy magic. There's a hotel where you can basically store your money, and but only one of you, one of the characters can go at a time. That's that's the crux in this thing. Only one can go. So the other person's like your backup life if you die. Okay. So you, how far? How far did you get in this game? In the ten yeah. minutes, did you say? Yeah, I dropped it after ten minutes because like this sucks. I hate this. Oh, right, <laughs> is it- your own show. You need to finish it. You bastard! I thought I'm you were going, like, yeah, no, yeah, I will dedicate myself to that. I thought you, I thought you made it out. Oh, this is the pain. I finished this mode when I was a kid, and you put ten fucking minutes. I put fucking hours into this. You dickhead! You absolute prick! The f- that no, that is taking the piss. It's like, well, I mean, to this, be fair, this... I played through like the entire fighting section and unlocked everybody. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, yes, I was like, that would that's that 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 looked like fun. That looked like real good fun playing it's not, all these it's fights. So it's so it's so repetitive, dude. It's yeah, so it repetitive. Is, it's so repetitive, but at least they do funny shit, like walk, suddenly jump out of a boxing arena, play the Final Fantasy music, and go, right, fuck it, I'm off, bye. I was like, okay, he's run off. I don't know why he's run off. They've run off into a new adventure. The final boss is just, you don't even have a life bar. The credits there is no are- final boss. Like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> but you're fighting this monster, and the credits are going as you're fighting it. It's like, I've never seen a fighting game like this. What? Why are the credits going as I'm fighting this boss? Right? This makes no sense. I was like, do I kill it? Is it this big? I was like, the fuck? Never. But the fact, the, the you had the old fucking audacity to say, go play this, and then you put 10 minutes into a game that I spent <laughs> fucking hours doing. Oh God, fuck this you, a- sir. <laughs> I was like, this is absolutely not worth playing. <laughs> oh. Apparently. I mean, am I right or am I wrong? You no, you are right. You're fucking shite, right? So I've got to explain. <laughs> oh fuck, right? Okay. So basically, it's a dungeon crawler, right? And how this works: you've got two characters. If one of your characters dies, then basically all their shit goes dumped everywhere, and the other character suddenly, I don't know, gets spider senses and goes, "Oh shit, I must leave the hotel now." And you can go on a quest. But if both of them die, that's it. They're gone, and you basically have to try and get back. If you can get back to Is your it, partner, it, you revive them, basically. Okay. <clears throat> you get all your items back. Well, you get you can only carry, I think it's like 30 items, so you can only do so much. So if you haven't, you pick up, basically, you just pick up your weapons. That's all you do. You pick up your weapons and armor. But as you, 
you go into the dungeon and it's kind of like a, ra- a random generated maze. So that's why it's difficult to find. You won't find a map online because everyone is completely different. Every, you know, from when if I played it to when you played it, it's all completely generated. And the goal is to get through 21 floors of varying difficulty. That's that's basically what it is. And it is quite repetitive because you go in, you basically beat the shit out of monsters and with the worst freaking gameplay I've ever seen in my life. And you find weapons, you make money, and then you go and buy more weapons to get stronger to go lower. Rinse and repeat. That's it, basically. That's the that that's the whole point. How long did it take you to get through the the entire thing? Fucking hours. Fucking mm. goddamn hours. Because <laughs> I ri- originally I was like, oh, well, I'll try it. Because it's got an RPG element into it as well. Because your, your, your members can level so they get stronger. And then I thought, oh, fuck, this is ridiculous. So I just stayed with the guy. Left left her. And the, the weird thing is I've never seen any other mechanic. Is that you've got your health meter. But you've got a hunger meter as well. I was like, oh, for fuck's Excuse sake. Excuse me? You have a hunger meter, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and if you basically, <laughs> you have this hunger meter which is constantly going down, and you can eat food, like chicken or, you know, you know this slime, this freaking dog food, which makes no fucking sense, I was like, I can, I can go dragon meat, I can go with slime, not fucking dog food in a tin, it's fucking ridiculous, <laughs> As if like someone's gone on this big adventure and gone, you better not better take my dog food with me. Like fuck off. Why is the tin opener? Bullshit. Picture you in the middle of like a cave. You're opening up like a huge tin can. You're just digging your fingers into the can, just eating it with your hands. Yeah, yeah. That that's basically it. And you're just like, oh, just fucking just disgusting. And so the whole thing is that basically when your hunger goes to uh, below zero, again, I only play. I I didn't play it for very long. Well, yeah, you wouldn't fucking know what this is. Um, then basically yeah. your health starts going... <laughs> your, your health starts going down, right? So you need to constantly keep eating at the same time. So you, it's like your stamina, basically. You can eat it base, You need to eat to basically make sure your health stays up. Um, but yeah, the whole thing is it's like it, it can get quite repetitive. But at the beginning, essentially, you're just trying to get your experience up. Um, you're kind of learning how the thing works. And you find out your level, your, your weapons, uh, you know, you can, oh, they break as well, which is shit. Oh, there's a blacksmith, I forgot, yeah. So your weapons can break, so always try and take two weapons. So when you when one's about to die, you can go to blacksmith and have it repaired. Mm. But you can see, like, you, you as you go through, you get loads of Final Fantasy VII weapons, which is quite cool. That I did like. Oh, okay. That was my next question, too, because I was like, does, like, Cloud show up at any point? Or? No, no, no. None of the characters show up. None of them show up. Apparently, the I did read. Apparently, all the the reason why there are loads of weapons in there from the game is because all the characters have been in the dungeon and dropped their weapons. So at one point, I'm walking around with the the ultimate weapon. That was my final weapon. Was the ultimate weapon? I was like, that's quite cool. Oh, that's. I wanted cool. the Buster Sword, but I couldn't find it. Um, but you can get quite far because there's 21 fucking levels. And you kind of hoping you, you go in and you're just looking for the yellow. You find the yellow basically means you're down the next level. It's like fuck, great. You don't need to explore you know, the rest of the floor. Just look for the the next one down. And then there are exits. There is like shortcuts on the third, seventh, and thirteenth floor. 
So that's kind of like you want to get to those levels because that's where you can kind of grind a bit. And yeah, it becomes a bit of a grind. Or you look for this item called a dragon wing, right? And this dragon wing is basically you put it in your inventory. And if shit's about to go down, you're about to die, you press like whatever the button item was. And it returns you back to your safety of the, the hotel. Mm, okay. So and you don't lose any progress. So the dragon wing is like the ultimate yes whenever you get it. So thank fuck for that. Because you could be on like floor 18 and you've got no items left, no healing, no food. You are going to die. So you get the dragon wing. It's like, yes, I don't lose any progress at all. Okay, it's fantastic, which is the best. So if you return to the hotel, mm-hmm. obviously you can get any kind of upgrades or get more items and stuff like that, right? So when you go back to the hotel, all you do is you cash in your money to the, the weird guy at the front desk. And then there was like a bit of a cheat here. So you could go to your, your, I went to the woman and basically you just unequip everything, say hello, switch to her, and then you just switch back to him again and he's at full health. Don't know how that works in in game mechanics, but apparently it fucking does. Mm. Um, so she she was just left to die, basically, left to rot in the hotel. I just left her. <laughs> um, and he was like cracking on levels. And then I found a little um, tip with the food. Because you're eating all sorts of different food, and it's like raises protein, is carbohydrates, is lipids. I was like, what the fuck is this Yeah, shit? that was the other thing, too, where it was just like, yeah, it was very grounded in our reality, where I was just like, I gotta watch my cholesterol? Like, what the hell does this mean? Yeah, so basically what it means, right, is, and I had to figure this out, say if, I think it's your protein is really high, right? Your 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 attack stat when you get to a level up, it affects what stats you get leveling up. So if your if your protein levels are really high, then your attack goes through the roof. Mm, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that at the so, expense of something else though? No, no. Well, yes, you can you can say that. So your defense might not raise as much as everything else. But as long as you've got attack, and I found a trick with health as well. So if you just basically make loads of money, which you will do, eventually you'll make loads of money in this game. And then when you're at full health, just buy like a regular potion, like a cheap regular potion, and then just start necking potions, right? And you get them for like 50 coins or whatever. Just start necking potions like a drunk man at a bar. Every two potions, I think it was, your health increases by one. So all you do is just basically get loads of money, like spend a thousand, whatever, buy 50 bottles on a 20 bottles, just neck your potions, make sure you're carbohydrate, and you just become so, your health becomes so ridiculously high, and your strength becomes so high, that, that's it, it's all you need to do, doesn't matter if you get hit, it's fine, and you be, eventually by the end, my, my character's like really hungry, I was like, I don't care, I don't, it's the, the minimal effect to my health, mm, I was right. like, you just starve, starve your way through this, you fucker. <laughs> and then that's how you'll do it you will literally starve through like at one point i was gonna give up um i think it's when i messaged you saying fuck you keith I'm, like, I'm, 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 I'm not i'm fuck this and but then i thought you know what no not for this show we we fucking finish i didn't so get I that memo. It back up I, I picked it back up. You fucking did not fall. Oh, fuck you. We did not get the... Oh, I'm going to give you... Oh, I'm going to think of something fucking devious. We, um, I picked it back up and I stopped leveling her and just focused on him. 
and like I became like I didn't know what level I was meant to go to, so I became way over leveled because eventually I got like to the bottom. And the boss, any bosses you see are just shit enemies, um, and it's like oh, this is fucking unappealing and just shite. They're just like regular enemies, but like with a a bigger health pool or something. Well, there's big monsters. There's some big monsters. Mm, Like you fight a octopus on the thirteenth level. You can actually go from the off and fight this octopus on level thirteen. You can just go there from the start of the game, but it'll fuck you up. Yeah, Um, I did that at some point. I I think within the first ten minutes that I played. Yeah, I think I was just like, "What's just down here?" And then yeah, there's like this big squid thing sticking out of a hole. Yep. Yep. And it, but basically, once you beat the squid, there's your access to your thirteenth level straight away. Um, so you can basically that's your shortcut rather than having to go at the top and then you go one, two, three, four, five, six. You just kill the squid and you're done. But I got to the final. Oh yeah, there's there's no music in this game by the way. There's no music during this mode at all until you hit like the the nineteenth floor. Then the music decides to kick in. I'm like, why the fuck haven't you been here since day dot? It's just. I know in theory you'd be going around a cave and it'd be no atmosphere, but come on. Just, just, just give me something. It's it, it's interesting because Nobu Uematsu uh Nobu Uematsu did uh the music for this game, but what was what nothing, was he doing? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, this is not I, I I don't I have no idea. Maybe he was just sitting in the room because there's nothing this does not sound like Uematsu's work at all. It, it, it no. just doesn't. He's probably sitting in the room, probably getting high on life, going, I'm not getting fucking involved. I, you can, I'm not getting involved in this. I am not touching this shite. So, Nobu, we need um, we need some tracks for the rest of the game. Nah, fuck you. Fuck you. And I'm not are, getting involved in this. What are this, those menu sounds, man? Oh, when you're, like, selecting every- the boat, it's like... <laughs> 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 It's just like, bro, come it's on. It's like, you know, one of those toys that go, ew, ew. <laughs> it's the most it's obnoxious like some... sound effect. And it's like, through, like when you're playing the fighting game and you're selecting characters, it's still the same sound. It's yeah. Like every time the cursor it, moves. It's it's like someone's gone from his kid's birthday party, heard this ew, ew toy and gone, that's the noise for me. Make it yeah. synthetic yeah. and I'm done. It's like giving a, a kid uh, one of those Simon toys, and they're constantly having to press the buttons. It's those toys that go up and down. They go, <laughs> we all had them. We all, that, that, that's what the noise is with a bit of synthetic electricness. That's, that, that is it. It's so obnoxious. It's so obnoxious. Again, it's one of them, who thought this was a good idea? Who thought any of this was a good idea? Who thought the dungeon crawler, which takes you more in the game, you don't even put it on the freaking box? No, no, Final Fantasy VII, these fuckers will buy it. Yeah, like I said, you know I what? as a kid, I didn't even notice that there was like some sort of adventure mode. Well, didn't even notice this is the wor- This is the worst thing with the adventure mode, right? So you get down to level 21, right? And you have to fight some bosses, and then all of a sudden you fight the second to last boss, and then suddenly it explodes, and then your character just dies. It's like, what? What? Why has he died? And then it goes back to my, my female character in the hotel, who's like level six or whatever. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, right? And I was like, oh, I've got loads of money stored. No, that's not how this game fucking works. You can't just go to the um, armory and buy some new weapons. Well, you can, but it's at her fucking level, not at his fucking level. Right. So I have to buy 
all the shittest weapon armor for oh fuck me and if she dies that's it so basically i may as well have just put the shittest armor i had and then fucking legged it absolutely legged it and pray to god i didn't get stuck in a room because you can get stuck in rooms because they have traps and i had to run through every single room just to get to him again and just click him is that a a shite so that is that whole thing scripted then like are they intentionally wanting you to level each character up as you go yeah well this is the yeah basically because they they do say they do warn you do not um like just level one Mm-hmm. one of them and it's and i was like ah fuck off game i know better than you and <laughs> it's for this exact reason because of this and the thing is so she gets down there so he's actually died and he now can't be like the hotel of magic powers isn't working anymore apparently because of plot devices and then she gets basically the choice she basically can she finds the item to bring him back to life but that's the whole thing of eternal life so either right you can go on and fight the final boss and just think, fuck him. Or you can fight the final boss, or you can bring him back to life with the item, right? So that basically, yeah, if you give him the light and bring him back to life, that's it. You can't, you know, restore eternal life. So do all that. Bring him back to life because I'm a nice guy. Fight the final boss. And then I just get, there's one of four endings, basically. One of him, one of her, and each of them is like, you saved the other person or you didn't. And all it is is just text. It's just text basically saying, you decided to revive your character. Wow. That is the quest for eternal life. <laughs> and then it just goes, game over. I was like, what? fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> I've done all this fucking work for that. I, I, I'll take fighting some random fucking beast, not knowing what the fuck I'm doing while the credits are going. Here, I just get, game over. I was like, what? I spent fucking... I can't remember how many hours I spent doing this, trying to hide away from my family just to get a few a few little moments of game. Oh, I can do a little dungeon here. What a fucking Christmas I had. What a fucking great <laughs> Christmas period I had. I, I'm also reading here that there are mini-games in this part of the oh, game. Oh, don't. I didn't Is even that... touch them. You can get fucked. You can get fucked if <laughs> okay. I even thought I was going anywhere near those mini-games. And if you didn't go near those mini games, then what a great podcast this is. Oh, what's the mini games like? Don't know. No idea. Find out for yourself. It's, it's, uh, apparently there's a racing mini game where. Of course, there is. Your character runs around in laps while the course is filled with enemies or something like that. Oh, that just sounds utter shite. That just sounds shit. You, what are you just like running around? You punch somebody in the face and keep going? (laughs) Like, what are you like? Right, because this is how much... Again, I'd like to say this is how much research I we do, right? So I did research. Keith sat on his arse and just sat there laughing. Um, <laughs> right, Keith, minigame, Battle Runner Oops. it's called. Okay. So, yeah, you... Oh, for fuck's sake, that just looks shite. <laughs> that, and then there's that, a, that looks There's dreadful. a board game, too. Oh, for fuck's sake, there's not. I don't even I don't even know what this have you ever played re- reverse reversey? Reverse I? Reversey. 
reversey. So there's, there's <laughs> actually quite there's Battle Beach is a mini game, and you run across the sand to the goal, jump over the obstacles. There's Battle Panel. That's the board. Get oh for fuck's sake! Place your panels on both sides of your opponents to change them to color. This is this is just were, were they were they smoking crack at this point and just thought fuck it this will do. I mean, at this point, it's like, I mean, the only reason why this game even got greenlit is because, um, because of Final. Well, obviously, you're talking about Final Fantasy VII, but Final Fantasy VII mm-hmm. had all those damn mini games in it. It did, it and did. so Namco was basically like, "Hey, you guys are, you guys are really good at making mini games. Why don't you guys come and make a couple arcade games for us?" And yeah, make a couple of arcade games and you'll be fine. And like these, this game is pretty much, um, I don't know, in my opinion, just slightly better than the mini games in Final Fantasy VII. Only slightly. Oh, well, well, I like I like the mini games in Final Fantasy VII. Oh, really? They, okay. I I love the car game. I love the snowboarding. I I had hours of fun at the at the uh, what was it bloody called? Um, Mog House. <laughs> no, oh, fuck Mog House. Fuck off. Mog House can eat a dick. Can absolutely eat a dick. Um, Golden Square, that was the one. Um, oh, I freaking loved Mog House. Apart from that, oh no, no, oh, someone's gonna clip that. I hated that. I, I used, I spent hours on the bike. Um, the bike. Do you know one thing? Yeah. I will give. I will give this game. The artwork was pretty cool, and I will give it that. Um, all the characters, including the Final Fantasy VII characters, had their own artwork for this game. And they do look quite cool. And I mean, I'll yeah, it's Tetsuo Nomura. I mean, he's. I mean, say what you want about him. I mean, I he's. I'm not the biggest fan of Nomura, but he was a really great illustrator. You know. Yeah, they they are. I like, it's like some of these characters look quite cool when you see them, like the artwork for them. But then when you see them in game, you're like, ugh, like, ugh. Yeah, there's like the special edition disc that I saw that I. I think it had Sephiroth and uh, Cloud on it. And it wasn't, you know, their rendered, you know, finished game versions. They were like Tetsuo Nomura illustrations, which I was like, you don't see those versions of those characters that often. So it was really kind of cool to see. See, I'm look right. I, I'm looking at the <clears> characters <throat> and, you know, when you look at them, the how they're actually illustrated and then how they are depicted in 3D, right? If you made this, say, a, a, two, a 2D game, a 2D fighting game, but you use the animations that he's done, right, as the base rather than a 3D model, I would have rather played that and enjoyed it. than a th- They look better in 2D than 3D, and I would have rather played that. Absolutely, yeah. I, As far as fighters go, like, I love Tekken. Um, oh, I love Tekken. I'm, yeah. not a hu- I'm actually not a huge, like, fighting game fan. Uh, to be mm-hmm. honest, but I love Tekken. But as far as like 3D fighters fighters go, I'm not too interested them in them. Besides for that franchise, yeah. This this look. You if you're gonna do a 3D fight, you gotta do it correctly. And I think games like Soul Calibur and Tekken did it really well. Um, I dropped I that uh, disc. I dropped that disc image into chat real quick. Let's have a quick. Let's have a quickie looky. Oh no, that's cool. Yeah, you okay. don't see that very you, often. No, you don't. You don't see. It. So, if you want to have a chance to see that, um, Google it because that that's a cool disc. And that was the art, some of the artwork, and it was really good. 
Um, and that's the thing. If they if they made it like that, just with like that style, like a two D, it would have looked really cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would have thought, yeah, you can go with that one. Um, but then the rest of it just looks shite. That's probably yeah. the the best thing. Yeah, and then you can also have like the you know Street Fighter esque control control scheme instead of what they went with here, which is it, it's basically Tekken. It's you know you're doing high kick, high kick, low punch, and crouch to you know do a a special move, which like yeah. it's fine, but none of the specials are like that great in this game. Like no, they're, they're really, not. Ah, they're just so bland. Also, Tifa it, it, is like a cheap son of a bitch. Like, every time I had to fight Tifa, it was one of those rounds where I was always using continues because she's so damn cheap. She's always throwing, like, these see, damn fireballs or whatever, and it's just like... Give her the fireballs? Let, let her have fire... Oh, God, Tifa looks so cool. Like, the thing is with Tifa... Oh, she's got the cowboy uniform as well? That's so cool. I yeah. forgot she had the cowboy yeah. uniform. The thing is with Tifa... I genuinely think I, I've made a prediction that Tifa's going to be in the new Tekken. She'll be in Tekken Eight. Do you think so, Tifa? Out of everybody. I, but you think about who would fit out of everyone on Final Fantasy. Which character would 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 easily walk? You could say right with no <clears throat> problems could just walk into a Tekken game and it'd be her. She's literally no weapon, no nothing. She's fists. That is Tekken. I would rather have Yuffie instead of Tifa. To be honest, would but you? I will take Tifa over Cloud or Sephiroth. That's for damn sure. I think one of them, with the fact that you know Tekken's going <laughs> to hopefully be coming out the end of this year, the new Final Fantasy VII's coming out the end of this year. Uh, I think they will put one of these characters in. I think there's if they if they put Noctis in, I think there's no doubt they'll put one in to help cross promotion. Yeah, man. When I saw Noctis was in seven, I was like, uh, why? <laughs> yeah, why? I thought that as well why um but it just it's just weird hey you can play as negan which is great i'll take yeah, Negan all day long yeah 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 that which is also uh, there's such a random roster of people in tekken 7 i love tekken 7 though i mean well that's that's not fine games for you just, again without like oh, such a random me actually now because i i would have thought if he made this 2d i would have played it the fact it's 3D, it need if it didn't have the Final Fantasy VII characters, this game would not even have got a look in. Simple as that. That just it's just stupid. It would never. It can be slow. Tekken is very fast compared to this. So this is just. I, I have a feeling they say they use the same the exact same engine as they did with Tobol. They, I think they did. Well, I think it's the base basis for it, isn't it? Um. Like, do you know what? I haven't seen... Like, I've... Uh, I need I to see. I, I I feel you... Well, to be fair, you did all the story mode. You did that. So you put yourself through grinding through all there. So did you get all the secret costumes and everything like that? I didn't do all the secret costumes, no. I just unlocked all the characters. You just unlocked the characters and then that... And, <laughs> and you think, fuck this. I'm not playing this game anymore. Yeah, I'm done. And they all almost control exactly the same. So, like, that's what I mean. Like, it just seemed very. After a while, it just seemed very savvy. And I was just like, well, I'm not. It doesn't. A lot of the stuff I'm not even doing. There are uh, some very cheap characters. Like, uh, who's the guy with the gun hand? Um, 
God Hand. Which That's not it. God, God Hand. Hand. Yeah. Uh, what a freaking name that is. All, all, yeah, all I had to do was uh, sit there and use his gun and like nobody would even touch me. No, no, it wasn't Since... God Hand. No, it wasn't God Hand. God Hand was like, basically, it just looks like Kazuya. Oh, no, it is God Hand. Is God... Uh, no, it I... is God Hand. No, it is God Hand. Because there's this, this shots of him. No, there's shots of him with, with, with both his hands. Oh, does his hand... Uh, yeah, I, you know what? All the characters are almost exactly the same. It doesn't even matter. Except for, like, the one well, the... girl with the yo-yo. Who's, like, yeah. well, this 16 is the annoying or something thing, like, like that. But, like, Vincent uses God Hand's movements. So everyone, like, has... Oh, even yeah. The, even the Final Fantasy VII characters don't understand... They basically don't... They don't understand their own moves. Even the Final Fantasy VII characters don't use their own moves. They just basically copy somebody else's. Which is yeah, just, like, there's like, almost ridiculous. no difference between Cloud and Sephiroth except for the reach with the sword, you know? Yeah, with the with stupid, stupid reach. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. And I think, yeah, like, Tifa's exactly the same as, um... Who's the other girl in here? Oh, there's a couple girls. Uh, I think oh, her name is Joe. Claire. Oh, was it Claire? It Cla- I thought it, Claire either Claire Andrews. or Joe. Let's have a look. I've got... Because Claire is a fighting character, Wolf Girl, Wolf, Wolf Girl Joe, <laughs> who's Tifa doesn't. See, this is it. You know, again, the three D models look absolutely shite, but yeah, the, they're really bad. The, the models, <laughs> the models when it comes to um, the, the the anime just look so cool. Yeah, the FMVs or whatever. They just fucked this up. Again, this is just such a you know to this would probably would have been called Tobal Three. But then they probably went, ah, fuck it, we can make this better. Um, but, and then that'll do. That'll do. That'll say, that'll make us some money. And that's how they did it, really. And that, I mean, Square was just throwing stuff at a, at a board, you know. As far as that, they, Final Fantasy VII made Sony so much money. Sony was just like, you know what? Just make whatever you guys want to make. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we get games yeah. like this. Sometimes we get a game like uh, Einhander. Uh, sometimes we get games like Brave Fencer Musashi. Um, stuff like that, but yeah, it, it's all a mystery. And do I ever want to play this game again? No, I <laughs> no, I, I I I never want to come. I never want to see this game again. It's like you know when you get PTSD. Well, I don't know what PTSD is like, but seeing this game is going to be like, oh, the memories are flooding back. It's it's coming back to me, man. It's a, I do not want to go this again. If I ever see anybody playing this game, I might slap them. And one of the notes that I took down is that the Final Fantasy characters were only part of the PlayStation version. But as I'm kind of like looking at stuff right now, this didn't release anywhere else but PlayStation. Uh, there was an arcade no, I didn't game, think... but it wasn't an arcade game, was it? Yeah, it says arcades, but oh yeah, it was an here. arcade game. Oh yeah, yeah. I know about an arcade we... machine here. That's for damn sure. Yeah, well. I didn't see you didn't see it. and if you don't see it in your side of the world, you're definitely not seeing it in my side of the world. Yeah, it's published by in Japan for Namco Arcade, yeah, that's probably why. It's probably just a Japanese arcade. Oh, that would have been absolutely dreadful. Oh so, imagine putting your, your yen in that, what a waste of money that would have been. <laughs> it probably like, oh. did I, I imagine it probably didn't do very well. Maybe that's why the PlayStation version has so many Final Fantasy characters in it. Yeah, I know I probably agree with that. 
Um, I say 100%. It's like, we've got to port this. What are we going to do? And they probably realised it was shite. Um, and then we... Oh, it's done by Namco. They're the freaking publishers. How did you know, yeah. Namco get this wrong as well? Well, I mean, oh, it was uh, the same people that did Tobol that that did do that. Uh, Dream Factory, I believe. That's why, like, that, that's why it's so kind of so similar. That's why I'm like, yeah, I feel like they just use that same engine and just copy paste with some Final Fantasy characters, <laughs> like, yeah, copy but, and paste. Look, the, this game just makes me sick, basically. That's the, that's the best thing I could say about Urgies. It just makes me fucking sick. Like, have you got much to chat about this? Because I feel like I'm going to be repeating myself and just making myself really sick. And I don't want to start the week uh, well, you know, with a tummy ache. Well, here we go. I, I got you know I got this little bit of information too that I wrote down is that uh, Saishi Ishii designed this game. If I'm saying that correctly, Saishi Ishii. He designed this game. Um, and he was coming off of Virtua Fighter and Tekken. So it's like... What? Where is any of that in this game? Um, other than just kind of vaguely copying it. But like none yeah. of none of the deep fighting mechanics of those games are in <laughs> in this at all. But... No, Vir- Virtua Fighter 2, Tekken, Tekken 3, some of the best fighting games, most influential fighting games of our time. There's none of that influence here. But you, you want to know what else he, he made? You ready Go for on. this? The bouncer. Oh, fuck off. You prick. <laughs> you absolute prick. So I just feel like it's all just a nice close circle here on Retro Force. Yeah, we, we, we got... What a, what a way to finish. <laughs> Fucking bouncer. Fuck that shit. Well, all right. If you have to score this out of 10, what are you giving it? Oh, man. <sighs> You know, I think I'm gonna give it like a four. I'm, yeah, that that's good. I'm giving it a three. I'm, okay. I'm giving it a, th- I'm, I'm giving it a three, and I'm not giving it a one because of the Final Fantasy characters. That's the only reason why it's not getting a, um, a, a, like a literally a minus. This is fucking disgraceful. You know, Ugh. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that back. I'm gonna give it a three because I didn't play the the adventure mode and so without having played that and just playing like half the game essentially which is just a very generic 3d fighter it doesn't even really do that very well so that was no, that wasn't even fun you, to play so when you have to cover this for your own show you have to do the main quest I, now you have I to do, do. You, I do you've got to and I then just to. get upset and you've got to finish it <laughs> you've got to finish brand new quest you have to do the whole thing I will tag you in everything. I will. I'll even mention you on the show and and talk about him. Like you know, I was on Retro Wars mm. with Danny, and I dropped the fucking ball. <laughs> <laughs> and that motherfucker you did, sat through the entire even, game. <laughs> you, you didn't drop the ball. You teased the ball in front of me, <laughs> and then took the ball away. That's what you fucking did. I I looked at the ball, grabbed it, was like, "Hey, take this for a second. <laughs> you know, yeah. At least CPC, he has the balls to admit and doesn't make me go through, like, hours and hours of shite. <laughs> you, on the other hand, fucking hell. You, oh, okay. disgraceful. All right, to be fair, if I'm ever welcome back on the show after this, you can pick the next game. You can put me through something. I'll gladly go through it. Give me your worst. I, I've, this is it. Had I played the adventure game, I still don't think it would be as bad as some of the shit that I've had to play on my show. 
Mm, well, Festus yeah. Quest. Think, yeah. South Park 64, have you done that? I have not. Ugh. I Play, will have to I'm eventually. Covered. That, oh, I did that with my cousin. Oh, 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 oh. You don't like you don't like peeing into snowballs and throwing them at turkeys that you can no. barely see because of the the uh, shitty um uh, what do you call it shitty everything shitty yeah. environment <laughs> shitty oh no it's just fucking shite right no, I'm gonna get angry right you fuck off and go play some main quest <laughs> dick dickweed for you go. right get off I've had enough of you I'll see you later you penis. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, man. It's always, it's always a blast. <laughs> and that was Ergay's God Bless the Ring. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. And thank you so much again for Keith for coming on. It's really good fun having you on. And I will see everyone next week. And if you want to help support the show, remember go to patreon.com forward slash RetroWars. And next week, oh, we're going into the RPG world again. We're jumping back in there. And it's a good crack. It's an oldie, but it's a classic. Until then, I'll see you all next week. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.